Today, a podcast from me, Marissa Phillips. Please don't do the voice again. And me, Pete Phillips. Okay, are not related, clearly. And once upon a midday that is dreary, while we podcast weak and weary (laughs) over Skype with several interesting topics in store, our notes were saved with encryption, and suddenly a new subscription, as of someone gently listening, Hearing Ooh. our laughter soar. Very tis, nice, Pete. Tis some listener, I muttered, curious to their very core, listening as we talk some more. The ending was really anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, though. In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Uh, Pete, do you want to tell me how you are, or do you not want to tell me how you are? This week, my crown of thorns plant bloomed two little tiny flowers. Ooh, why is it called Crown of Thorns? Uh, you just got to see it. <laughs> oh, okay. Is it's it a, a thorn? Oh, yeah, yeah, through the whole damn thing. And if it, if you... It's not that bad, but if you were to stab yourself with it by accident, or on purpose, I guess, <laughs> okay. then uh, it, it could... Um, it, like, they say it's poisonous, but it mostly would just irritate your skin. Okay. Ooh, let's, let's put it to the test. And today in class, I wanted to share with you, Marissa, we had, uh, we were doing writing exercises to try, try to generate stories, uh, story ideas for their upcoming assignment. So I put up a slide and it said, come up with a story idea where socks are integral to the plot. Ooh. And I ended up sharing with the class the story that I came up with which was about a man who never wanted to take off his socks. And he fell in love with a woman who had a foot fetish. Ew. And they had to come to terms and reconcile what was going on. But I couldn't figure out the next sort of, like, step to take in that story. I'm sorry, he's wearing the same pair of socks forever? No, no, it was change socks, but he doesn't want people to see his feet. Oh, okay. So I was like, no one would date a man who never changes socks anyway. So one guy raises his hand and he goes, well, what about showers? Does he shower with his socks on? And I was like, uh, yes. <laughs> I got it. Okay. And then another person raised her hand and she was like, I got it. He showers with his socks on and because he showers with his socks on, he gets an infection. And then he has to get his feet looked at by the doctor, which means he has to take his socks off. And I was like, yeah, and now the socks can represent intimacy, and now he has to be... But, of course, it still represents something sexual to the woman, so... Ugh. Anyway, we crowdsourced that story today. That was fun. I'm sorry. Peter Grove. <laughs> and yes, I wanted to change the gender dy- dynamic in the story so that the woman had a foot fetish. Yeah, very nice. I appreciate that. That's, that's pretty pretty clever, Pete. You're, you're knocking, you're, what, you're shattering the glass ceiling one story at a time? <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, I also can't uh, find Halloween Oreos. 
Are you sure? I'm Not, sure I Yeah, can. I know you're sure. What the fuck kind of question is that? Target I mean, had him in their ad this week, and I went to the store, and they didn't have them. Okay, you should have told me this. I, if I find them, I'll get them for you. I only go to the store, like, once a week, because I'm a prisoner of my own house. But <laughs> but I will, uh, this weekend, I'll see if I can find any. Um, How about you, Marissa? What have you been up to? It's fine. For some reason, people would ask me that, and I have no recollection of what I do from day to day. Yeah. However, I got... Guys, you might know that I'm really psyched about Halloweeny stuff. So the day, I did you know that the Mer- the Mer- Halloween really excited about weenie stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Those Halloween pals at McDonald's they actually started coming out the 17th, even though they were slated to come out the 18th. I know. You must have uh, had a renegade McDonald's franchise. <laughs> a bunch of them were doing it. My favorite, uh, my favorite nostalgia and spooky blogger, Dinosaur Dracula, had posted about it. And then I called my McDonald's and I was like, "Do you have McBoo pails?" And you could tell the person didn't know English 100. percent Did you say <laughs> McBoo pails? Exactly. And after, later on, I realized that's definitely not what you're <laughs> <laughs> So I was going to say, I'm not going to go ask for that. <laughs> He was like, like it was a little hard. I didn't understand what was happening because I didn't realize I was saying the wrong word. But also, it didn't seem like he knew English. Uh, it was his first language, um, and he was like, "No." And but like he wasn't like answering more. And I was like, "When are you gonna get them?" And he's like, "We don't have the toy." And I was like, "Well, I guess they don't know about their promotions." <laughs> And then I realized the next day they weren't called McBoo Pails. One of the characters is called McBoo. So maybe he just meant we don't have McBoo in stock because they actually have. I'm sorry, what is the name of the pail I have? McWitch? It's called McGoblin. Did you know that? No. If you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, I'm sorry. Uh, so if you're like, maybe like. Uh, if you're like a millennial, at least. No, I mean, even if you're a Gen Z or you might be aware of them. The McDonald's used to sell these, like, spooky Halloween pails for you to go trick-or-treating with. And they looked like a ghost, a pumpkin, and a witch. And uh, they haven't sold them for a lot of years. And they finally came back with kids' meals this uh, this year. And I really, really needed one. Anyway, <laughs> long story short is... Yeah, I didn't need one. Long story short is I got the one that looks like a witch... That is apparently McGoblin, even though it has a witch's hat on. Um, and it's enraging. Again, I hope you guys know what I'm talking about. Otherwise, this is a very important conversation. It's enraging as I showed Pete. The, I can't even explain it. The face? Like, you know what? It, like, it's not a line. How do I so, say that? So it's a bucket. And you, you guys know this. When you have a bucket, a lot of times you have, like, uh, a handle that you pick the bucket up by. So the handle, the face is not aligned with the handle. So when you're holding it by the handle, you're actually seeing like half a face on one side and half, not even a half, like in a th- two thirds of a face on the other side. <laughs> yeah, right now I'm holding it. And yeah, I'm seeing two thirds of the face on one side. And then I'm seeing a half of two faces on the other side, which is fucking psychotic. <laughs> Why wouldn't you align the handle with at least one of the three faces? It's so upsetting. Anyway, that's that it. Is, that's um, that is uh, more upsetting, but also upsetting is that they don't have lids. 
I know. I will say some past, they used to change the pails every year, and not all of them did have lids. But yeah, what? They're smaller than they used to be. They don't have lids. Whatever. I'm not going to keep complaining about this because this is first world problems, but my life is very generally uninteresting right now. Oh, also, I need to say that I, I texted my partner, Aaron, and I was like, oh, I got the McDonald's thing. And he, like, feigned excitement for me. He was like, woo. And he's like, my coworker said he has to take his daughter to get a pail this uh, tonight. And I said, oh, if you're not embarrassed to ask him, can you ask him <laughs> which one he got his daughter? Because I kind of want to see if a McDonald's, different McDonald's have yeah. different pails because I want to collect them all. <laughs> he just like pauses for a while and he's like, I think the little girl's going to want to keep her own bucket. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't mean I want you to ask to get the child's bucket. I was for some reason like haunted by the fact that he thought I meant that. I was like, you think I am that psychotic that I want you to ask for the, for the McAboo pail from like a five-year-old so you can give it to your 36-year-old <laughs> girlfriend? Ugh, whatever. Some people don't know me. They don't know what I'm about, Pete. Anyway, whatever. Uh, in in his defense. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't come to his defense. Hi, this is Alex calling in again about the issue of ghosting. What I had said previously, that people don't need a good reason to break up, was something that Marissa disagreed with strongly. You know, I think that there is something here that's worth saying, but, you know, I wouldn't want to suggest that people could just break up for, like, completely arbitrary reasons. But, you know, I guess what I would say is, like, what is a good reason for breaking up? Maybe, you know, both people in a couple are undergoing some introspection, and one of them realizes that they really want to have kids, and the other one realizes that they really don't. And nothing personal, but they can tell that the arc of their lives that they want individually are completely different, and they might be able to have a completely equanimous breakup. Not so, my first comment is, Alex knows people who look inside themselves. <laughs> My first comment is equanimous. <laughs> I've never heard that word in my life. Now you can look it up later. Oh, no, no. Don't look it up because you don't want Google to run your life. <laughs> just be like, I think I know what it means. <laughs> yes. I'm just going to guess what it means. My glass of water is equanimous tonight. <laughs> Uh, that's how that would necessarily happen most of the time, but that, that might be taken as like a good reason for breaking up. Or another good reason might be maybe one person really needs to move to another city for professional reasons, and they're going to be miserable if they can't pursue their profession in that way, and the other person's understanding of that. And I, I think that people feel like if they don't have a reason that is that good, then... Um, they're going to have a, a great deal of difficulty talking through a breakup. But I'd wager that most of the time people, their reasons for breaking up are maybe they're not bad, but they're also not like so good and easy and neutral that they're going to spare the other person's feelings. And they feel like, you know, they either don't want to go through the stress of talking with them about why they're breaking up and not having that be received well, and so they don't want to say something, or they feel like by not saying the reason, that would spare the other person's feelings. And that doesn't seem accurate to me, that if you have a problem with somebody in general, not just going through a breakup, and you won't talk about it because you're afraid of how that would hurt their feelings, and the other person knows you're not going to talk about it, what that signals is that you think that the other person isn't capable of a mature, difficult conversation. And that 
uh, is a really hurtful thing to communicate. And I think that that's something that ghosting does to people, right? It's a way of saying, we're breaking up, I'm rejecting you, and you can't even handle the reasons for the rejection. And that's how it could easily be taken. And I think that's very hurtful. I think if you're going to break up, you should have a conversation. And I, I feel like feeling like you can't spare the other person's feelings is not a good enough reason to just not have that conversation. Something should be said. All right. Thanks for a great show. I'll see you later. Bye. Yeah, I do agree. I do agree with you there, Alex. Um, I will say uh, when it comes to telling me a reason versus not ghosting, I don't even care if someone has a good reason. I just want a reason. I would. Yeah, if they have a I, bad reason, then you could be like, would you listen to this shit this person said? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Then I have, like, enough reason to, like, full-on hate them. Like, if you have a bad, if you, if you have a quote-unquote bad reason, then I could tell everyone you're a piece of shit. Uh, immediately, <laughs> with my ex who ghosted me, I wasn't sure if he was a piece of shit or not for a long time. Or if he was, like, he was. clinically, you know, committed to an institution. <laughs> exactly. So for a while, I gave him a pass, and then I realized, oh, you're fucking you're fucking. That's okay. <laughs> you know what? You probably was fucking a different girl. So uh, yeah, I, I I agree with that. I, I I personally feel like just just tell people, and it's gonna suck either way. And you're gonna ruin their life. I'm sorry, you're not gonna ruin their entire life. You're gonna ruin their day from anywhere from one day to one year or more uh, by either breaking up with them or ghosting them. So why not just tell them you're a horrible shitty reason or lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lying is also on the table. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and sometimes you have to break up twice. Because I remember when I was dating Liz, I thought I broke up with her. And then a week later, she called and was like, so when are we going to go out again? And I was like, oh, no, she didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, I also had a situation. But she thought I was ghosting her for the week. <laughs> I had a situation in Korea where me and that person I was dating had a language barrier and I thought he broke up with me and then he didn't and it got really confused. <laughs> hey, if if you want to be featured on the show uh, with a phone call like Alex, then you can call us at 570-POD-WAD-1 and Ooh. you can also email us at shout at yallheard.me. Hit it, Marissa. I know someone who's going to call us, but I don't want to spoil the surprise. Well, tell but them to call fast, because well, I think we have to record our Halloween show early in the week. <laughs> well, it's going to be an owl-related call. That's all I can tell you. Ooh. Owl, enjoy that. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Icebreaker. All right, Marissa. Here is your icebreaker. You've heard the term spirit animal, right? Yeah, which I've been told is possibly problematic. <laughs> well, let's let's dig in. Um, I'm going to ask you this week. You know what? I'm doing it right now. I am asking you right now. Which universal monster would be Ooh. your spirit monster? Ooh, this is a hard one. Okay, let me. So we're looking at Dracula. Okay. Frankenstein's monster, a.k.a. Frankenstein, mm-hmm. the creature from the Black Lagoon, the mummy, the invisible man, and the wolfman. And We're I will tell you that Frankenstein? I was going to say that the wolfman, the invisible man, 
Frankenstein, as far as I know, all have female counterparts as well. I'm sorry. There's a wolf woman, an invisible woman, and a Frankenstein woman? Well, the Bride of Frankenstein. Is there a Bride of Wolfman or a wolf woman? A wolf woman, I think. Really? Yeah. According to what? Wikipedia. Oh. Maybe Uh, they're just talking about Claudine from Monster High. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently there are a few of these guys who didn't um, hit the way that these... There are a few monsters that didn't hit the way that these monsters did. (laughs) So people don't really know or care about them. Gotcha. So tell me your answer first, please. Well, I had the opportunity to think about it a little bit and do a little bit of research. Marissa, what do you know about the creature from the Black Lagoon? Uh, he's like a fish man? Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. I thought, oh, I must be missing something. There must be something deeper to this. There's not. I mean, he kills people, doesn't he? Or he takes women. Yeah, I feel but like he's, he's always taking women. He's just a fish man. I mean, he's evil? He's not good. Or he's just misunderstood? I don't know. So I went with the mummy. Okay. The mummy loves to sleep. <laughs> Does he actually? This isn't fair. You have research and I, that I did not have access to. <laughs> the mummy moves slowly. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> and the mummy is evidently a romantic at heart. What? In Tell the film, uh, Boris Karloff stars as Imhotep, an ancient Egyptian mummy who was hunted for attempting... I'm sorry, What? <laughs> who is killed for attempting to resurrect his dead lover. After being discovered... I mean, not that he was killed. I don't like that. (laughs) After being discovered and accidentally brought back to life by a team of archaeologists, he disguises himself as a modern Egyptian and searches for his love, who he believes to have been reincarnated in the modern world. Ooh, what happened at the end of that movie? I don't know. Oh, sounds fun. And also... I feel like sometimes the mummy is a bad verbal communicator. No, I'm sorry, all the time. <laughs> the mummy is a bad verbal communicator. And I can be sometimes. <laughs> You're not as bad. Like, I just read the word killed, but said the word hunted. Like, <laughs> uh, Alright, let me see. So after your, after your answer, it at least gives me some more ideas. I would just say, I mean, the obvious, if you know me, Dracula. Because mm-hmm. I would say I'm definitely not a morning person. And I I definitely, I've noticed um, much to the dismay of people who are with me late at night and like like my family or my partner, like when we're getting ready for to sleep. I really get a burst of energy these days really late at night when everyone's getting ready to sleep. And mm-hmm. it's very annoying to everyone. <laughs> Not that that's how Dracula is, but I'm just like, yeah, I really come alive at night. Um, and you do keep a glass of warm blood on, yes, the, on the nightstand. I do. <laughs> uh, I do enjoy a good cape. I do like to dress all in black. Uh, I did, as a youth, try to cut my bangs into a widow's peak. And it looked good one time, and then it shifted, and it never looked good again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not immortal. I think I could see you, like, rocking one of those medallions that goes with the cape, too. Oh, for sure. I, yeah. I would love a medallion. At the very least, I have a lot of brooches. So it isn't just a medallion, uh, 
little <laughs> approach of the men's world. Okay, okay. Nope. I wanted to say something weirder, but I couldn't think of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to say, this was going to come out of my mouth, but I realized it like literally made no sense. I was going to say, is it a medallion? Just a brooch of the sky. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Anyway, I think I answered that successfully. Yeah, I think Thank so. You. I'm not going to talk so much about monsters this week, but I'm going to talk about a conspiracy theory. Because I would say that that falls in line with spookiness and stuff. Like, you Depending know. Depending on the nature of the theory, of course. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be delving into the mysterious, the great unknown. And at the end, we could make our own theories. Because this conspiracy theory truly just has no true, true ending or, or true, uh, we can't tie it up neatly in a bow. Mm-hmm. So let's talk, Pete, about the possibly dark world of glitter. Mm. In 2018, the New York Times released an article on glitter and it, it was just titled like, what is glitter? <clears throat> Thankfully, so many people cited that article that I was able to put a short episode together because, sadly, no matter what device I went on, my free New York Times article had expired. <laughs> now, isn't that the truth? So I went out, bought a new phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, this article uh, basically came about because at the time uh, there was a glitter shortage. Um, and during that time... Uh, the journalist who wrote this story, Katie Weaver, discovered that most of the world's supply of glitter is produced in... Do you have any idea, Pete? Uh, I, I'm guessing, but you also did send me a thing. Uh, oh, Is oops. it New Jersey? Yes, it is yeah. New Jersey. Uh, and there are two really big uh, glitter manufacturing companies. Um, now... Glitter are us. <laughs> and glitter are you. I think it is Glitter X and Meadowbrook Invention. <laughs> um, now, everyone knows what glitter is, I would assume. But just so you know, glitter is technically aluminum metallized polythylene terephthalate. <laughs> and this substance takes about 1,000 years to biodegrade. So, I, thanks for saying that slow. I know that you know what all that is, but it was nice of you to break it down for you. You're welcome. Listening, yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, if you are into the beauty industry, you might know that there was a lot of controversy, uh, you know, in, in the past few years about um, about like glitter eyeshadows and things like that because. Oh, and just a lot of people put, like, loose glitter on their face for makeup and because glitter is not supposed to be very eco-friendly. Oh. Um, according to the article, glitter can be found in a wide array of items, including NFL helmets, credit cards, your jet ski paint jobs, and apparently uh, some researchers feed glitter to animals to track them via their sparkly feces. That sounds gross, and I understand that glitter is tiny. Kind of fun, but I, too. What? Oh, it does sound kind of fun. <laughs> but I can't imagine that consuming a bunch of aluminum metallized blah, 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 blah is healthy. Glitter is a little bit sharp. 
Uh, I might have, if you're a long-time listener, you might have heard that as a youth, I swallowed a piece of, nope, not full. I chewed and then swallowed a piece of glass. That couldn't have been good for me. Maybe well, I that's think, why I have, what? Maybe some, um, yeah, that is probably why you have digestive issues. <laughs> yes. But um, maybe some animals have, like, tougher systems than ours. Yeah, possibly. I feel like that's a whole nother, a whole episode in itself. What animals are being fed the sparkles, glitters, glitters, yeah. glitter, sparkles, unicorn poop. Uh, shut your <laughs> Anyway, in the New York Times article, uh, the journalist spoke with Miss Dyer, as she was called, uh, a representative from one of the big jersey companies, GlitterX. In the interview, GlitterX was quite secretive about its sale numbers, but they did reveal that their most popular glitter color, quote, by far, is silver. Mm -hmm. Keep that in mind when it comes to making your own theory about where this glitter is going. Uh, Ms. Dyer also would not volunteer nor disclose information about who is responsible for giving the company most of its profits. So here is a small piece of the conversation between the reporter and the GlitterX rep, Miss Dyer. Okay. When asked if she knew who was the company's biggest buyer, Miss Dyer replied, "Oh God, yes." Followed by <laughs> what seemed to be nervous laughter. She then said, "And you would never guess it. Let's just leave it at that." The reporter then asked if she could know why this information was a secret. Miss Dyer replied, "Because they don't want anyone to know that it's glitter." The reporter said, if I looked at it, I wouldn't know it was glitter. And Miss Dyer replied, no, not really. The reporter said, would I be able to see the glitter? And then Miss Dyer said, oh, you'd be able to see something. But it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't. And that's that. <laughs> All she would say about who is buying most of their glitter. Uh, so unfortunately, that's really what concrete details surrounding this mystery end. But of course, the internet, and most notably TikTok, were unable to let this article go unexplored. From 2018 and up through current times, people have been putting their theories out there, pondering who the major glitter customer could be, and most of the time, they go to dark, sinister theories. <laughs> um, the whole reason why I decided to explore this because I saw it post, I saw a TikTok about this posted on an Instagram account by a formerly internet, I'd say semi-famous celebrity who has since turned into a red-pilled conspiracy theorist with a very meager social following called Lady No Brady. If you, like me, don't know who the fuck that is, uh, she seemed to be some hot topic gothy singer who was once featured on the track Bewitched by the fucking horrible band Blood on the Dance Floor. I feel like that is a terrifying topic in itself, Blood on the Dance Floor. <laughs> Have you ever heard that band? I don't think so. They're like so bad. Apparently they're only like really pop. I don't know if they're still popular because now there's a lot of like abuse allegations against the lead singer. But um, it's like a tweeny gothy scene sceney band uh with this guy who is the 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 what's the word allegedly he's bald but he he pretends he has really crazy scene hair with lots of wigs 
and he just looks like a big Joe. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me stop. Anyway, I could say that it looks like a Joe because he apparently rapes a bunch of girls, okay? That's the least you can do. Exactly. Dude from Blood on the Dance Floor, you look like a chode. And he has not faced any punishment to this time. So let's all spread the word. The guy, I don't know his name, the one with the Hispanic last name from Blood on the Dance Floor, looks like a chode. Anyway, let's get into (laughs) the Twitter conspiracy theories. All right. One of the most prominent theories about where glitter is going is that the military is buying huge amounts of glitter to use in various top secret ways. And I will say immediately that's where my mind went. One use for this much glitter could be for stealth coatings on military crafts, such as the F-22 and F-35 fighters. Uh, These planes and particularly the latter plane uh, are being produced in fairly high quantities by the U S military So it would make sense that they would need a large amount of glitter if they were using it for paint. Excuse me. But why would glitter make a good coating for... Coating? Coating. Coating, not coating. Why would glitter make a good coating for self-planes? Because self-planes need to be coated in radar-absorbent material, which usually is a mixture of finely ground metals, much like glitter. Um, also, what? Just to go more, more in depth about that, uh, most military aircraft planes are equipped with tubes of chaff, uh, made of millions of tiny aluminum or zinc coated fibers to sort of scramble radar guided missiles and tracking systems. Um, but according to an October Pentagon report, oops, Pretend I didn't say October because I don't know what year this article I'm reading <laughs> is from. I think it's from from 2018, though. According to a Pentagon report, there's only one remaining supplier of chaff to the Department of Defense, and they are called Esterline Defense Technologies, which manufactures this stuff in North Carolina under the subsidiary Armtech. Uh, and unfortunately, Armtech claims its chaff is made of metallized glass fibers. So it's possible that that's not the case, but it's still a theory that's out there. So let's go back to something I kind of mentioned briefly, which is cosmetics, but also toothpaste. Oh, before you move on, though. So the reason that the buyer wouldn't want us to know that the military was using glitter would be because we're probably not supposed to know that these planes exist. The buyer says that whoever doesn't want their company disclosed is because they don't want you to know it's glitter that they're using. Right. I would say that that pokes a hole in it because why the fuck would they care if they use glitter? Why would we care if the military was using glitter on their stealth planes? I feel like, too, if you just take a bunch of zinc and you run it through a grinder, I don't know. (laughs) But, like, wouldn't it be kind of easy to just make metal shards yourself? Because you're not looking for, like, reflective metal shards. Well, regardless, they are outsourcing it to someone. They're not They're not doing it themselves. They're using a manufacturer. Manufacturer. Arm tech. Also, I thought that every glitter I've ever encountered is made of plastic. Well, I will say this, and I 
regret not doing this ahead of time. Are glitter and sparkles different? I don't know. Okay, let's move on. We, um, we don't have time for this. We're, it's, you know, <laughs> the sun's coming down. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's move on to cosmetics and toothpaste. Many people have suggested that this the answer to the industry could be the beauty industry. Many kinds of toothpaste, shampoos, conditioners, and other self-care products often have a sparkle to them, which could, in theory, be glitter. I will say that is true. I like to use children's toothpaste. Also, side note, if you're if you know about dental health and can tell me if an adult should not be using children's toothpaste, please call us at five seven zero five one one. Because my assumption is just that children's toothpaste comes in fun colors, and they Flavors. assume adults wouldn't want that. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, now the reason why this would be a problem and they wouldn't want people to know is because. Producing vast amounts of glitter to use in cosmetic products would have a significant environmental impact, which these industries would want to keep quiet. As I said, it's actually a huge deal, and people raise a huge stink if you say you're using glitter in your product. And the few uh, companies I know that do make cosmetic glitter will like go out of the way to say it's like an eco-friendly, biodegradable glitter made from I don't even know what. Mm-hmm. Now, the possible problem with this theory is that the GlitterX employee said that you wouldn't immediately recognize mm-hmm. the glitter in this product that it's being used in. But, I, you know, I would beg to differ that we look at our sparkly toothpaste and our sparkly body wash and we go, ooh, that's glittery. We don't go like, ooh, that's – I mean, I don't even know what the fuck is in my cosmetic. I get what you mean, yeah. Um, it's sparkly. Yeah. I didn't think that chunks of metal were in my toothpaste. Yeah. So earlier in the decade, online reviewers um, attested that Crest brand 3D white vivid toothpaste contained small plastic particles that were getting logged in brushers, teeth, and gums. In 2014, Procter & Gamble, which owns Crest, wrote to Snopes, the website that kind of debunks uh, myths, wrote to Snopes that the company was using limited amounts of small-colored polythylene specks in some toothpastes. So essentially, they were using microbeads, which were then common in soap and body wash to give it color. This ingredient was safe, Procter & Gamble insisted, and to the extent that it made people like brushing their teeth, it led to healthier dental outcomes. I think that is silly. <laughs> but uh, arguing that consumer preferences had changed, Crest eliminated these microbeads from North American toothpaste in 2016. Is it everywhere else? Ooh, I don't know. Um, so could glitter be providing some of that missing sparkle in toothpaste and other microbeadless cosmetics? Ooh, we don't know. Procter and Gamble didn't. Gamble. Procter and Gamble did not want to uh, respond to the reporter writing the Slate article where that theory was written. Ooh, is it in your toothpaste? If it's in toothpaste, it's in Colgate, not Crest. Uh, why? Because I I buy Crest. Oh, okay. Okay, is it in? Okay, hang on, hang on. What do we just talk about? Toothpaste and cosmetics. 
toothpaste and cosmetics. Okay, and I'm with you. Yeah, it kind of pokes a hole in it that it's kind of like, yeah, it's in there already. Yeah. So we don't. All right, and then what was? Wait, the other? no, 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 wait, no, no. It wasn't in there already. Oh yeah, but like, like you said, it's not misleading us in any way. If we see glitter, and if you told me that glitter was in something sparkly, I would be like, yeah, that makes sense. I yes, but but Procter and Gamble said that what is being put in their toothpaste is was food safe. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry, not food safe. Toothpaste isn't food safe. You're not supposed to. And eat why toothpaste. isn't it? I don't know. But, yeah, that it was safe. But I don't think you could argue that glitter is safe to consume. So So now you're on spaceships. So glitter in our spacecrafts. The gold and silver sheets you often see on NASA equipment, I don't see them, maybe you do, protect spacecrafts from the temperature extremes of outer space. They are aluminized polymides, also known as mylar, which which are close cousins of the sheets that are chopped up for party decorations and makeup. Like a Mylar balloon. Yes. If, say, a satellite launching startup were looking for a Mylar substitute in small quantities without paying for DuPont brand Mylar or buying this at the markups that are often found in uh, military supply companies, uh, could it just turn to glitter? Possibly. However, (laughs) no. However, the argument is, is it still glitter if it isn't chopped up into a million pieces? So meaning if they are using the same metal that glitter is made out of, but it's not in tiny glitter pieces, is it still glitter? Well, now we're coming back to our source here, the, per- the woman who answered the phone. Yeah. Like, does she, what's, what's her opinion on that? That's what matters. Yeah, exactly. Also, like... <laughs> <laughs> Just the idea of going, okay, so we're going to take this sheet of stuff, we're going to chop it up to make glitter, and then we're going to buy that, and then, I'm sorry, then this company is going to buy that, and then melt it down so that it makes a sheet, (laughs) rather than glitter. (laughs) Feels like you can eliminate a lot of the middleman if you just bought the sheet. Yeah, that's valid. Well, uh, I will say the National Environmental Satellite Data and Information Service uh, organization who was reached for comment did not respond. Is it because they're guilty? <laughs> Is it because they're busy? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, also, you know, this one is pretty brief, but is it also rocket fuel? Apparently, NASA's space launch system uses aluminum powder as solid rocket fuel. Kids, go find some glitter and light it on fire. I know. Yeah, exactly, kids. So maybe they just use glitter instead. Okay, we have three more theories. One. So wait, back to the spaceship. Did anybody contact aliens? No, sadly. I think, listen, if I picked up that phone and aliens were my number one customer, I would be just as cagey as that woman was. Okay, I will just say, well, do you know how to contact aliens? They contact her. She doesn't contact them. Also, if we think it's aliens, you can't just say aliens. That's like saying people as opposed to, like, you know, the United States government. Which aliens are we talking about? The grays? Yeah, that's what my inclination is. Yeah, probably. The the most popular color is silver. Am I right? Mm, Good point. Mm. Good point. Yeah. So, explosives 
and microtagins. Tagins? Tagins. Whatever. Microtagins <laughs> are microscopic particles that can be used to identify or trace explosive materials and prevents them from being counterfeited. It is possible that a certain identifiable type of glitter is added to commercial explosions, explosives, not explosions, <laughs> commercial explosives, in order to make them easier to identify after detonation. That would then mean that any illegally made and detonated explosives would leave an identifiable fingerprint that can lead authorities to the source. So are they being added to bombs and explosives? I don't know, but I don't think the average person is seeing the aftermath of a bomb or explosive. I could be reaching here, but it seemed to imply to me that the lady on the phone was saying that we like, we see this glitter in action, but we don't know it's glitter. Or did you not take that from what she said? We shouldn't say that exactly, but that's how I took it. Like, oh, yeah. you probably have seen this, but you don't know it's glitter. Right. And I'm with you. Like, how many explosions are happening in a day? Yeah. That, that it would be, like, your number one, uh, you know, purchaser? Uh, I'm also thinking, though, like, I feel like the logic behind that is, oh, you can make explosions with some of the components that make up glitter. But, again, I feel like if you just got the component and shave some off and put that in your explosive, that would probably be easier than just buying a shit ton of glitter. Yeah, that's, I mean, I don't know. Do they have, do these places have those capabilities? Also, should we like glitter on fire? Let us know at 5 something no pod wad one. Anyway, uh, two more. This is one I like, just because it sounds stupid to me. Okay. Uh, sand. Did you know the world is running out of sand? Um, yeah, but where's it going, Marissa? I don't know. Here's a mini y'all heard. <laughs> we're eating it? I don't know. So the construction... I think it's going into the ocean. Yeah, but then isn't the ocean, like, bringing it back? No. Because there's more water. Let's not speculate. Because please. climate change isn't real. Let's not speculate, please. But uh, the, there was... Um, it wasn't even like I, I, a hurricane or anything like that. It was just kind of like stormy when I was um, down in Jersey a couple of weeks ago, and sand dunes were like falling away from the shore. Oh. Um, and it looked like cliffs, like you would just hit the edge of the of a cliff, but mm. it was all made of dirt. And yeah, the sand just got sucked right into the ocean. Would you say that sand could be mis- could be full of glitter? Like it's one of many components that are being put together to create sand. I, mm, yes, possibly the construction industry. Should we set sand on fire? Call us at five seven. Oh yeah. <laughs> should we? Yeah. Should we have a bucket of sand? A bucket of not a bucket. A metal container of sand. A metal container of glitter. And a metal container of sparkles. Because are they different? I don't know. Uh, apparently, the construction industry is increasingly turning to manufactured sand by finally crushing rocks um, as a component of concrete. I didn't realize sand was using concrete. Why am I, am I stupid? I don't know. Also, could the sand industry be spiking sand with glitter in search of the natural sparkle of the Key West style quartz sand for cosmetic uses like concrete floors 
walls or countertop? Maybe, but why would we care? <laughs> yeah, I think that's another one where it's like they don't want you to know that glitter is in sand, and it's like, I mean, yeah, so like some people are going to be pissed about it, but it's still going to happen. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> yeah. And lastly, uh, one of the other prevalent theories is that glitter is added in dollar bills. If you look at a dollar bill, I don't know about all dollar bills, but at least the ones that are on the market currently, there are small streaks of shiny markings. Uh, this <clears throat> this could possibly be glitter and could help in distinguishing counterfeit money from money with truly glitter embedded in it. Um, I like that because it just sounds fun, but who the fuck cares? I mean, if people know that it's glitter, would that help counterfeiters? I mean, possibly. I don't know. Um, oh, so, I the, so the logic there would be they don't want you to know that it's glitter because then counterfeiters stand a better chance at making a counter, like a product that is more recognizable. Yeah, that's my, that's where I go with that. Um, I will say guys, when I first saw this post about glitter, uh, it was, <laughs> it was framed as something sinister. Mm-hmm. Like they don't want you to know. And I thought the staff was going to be slightly darker, which is why I covered it in October. <laughs> but let's see if we can get this dark beat. What is the darkest, most sinister theory you can make up as to where this glitter is going? I don't, I don't know that I have anything super dark. I want it in our cereal. It's in our cereal. And the glitter is definitely not food safe, but it's for aesthetic, yeah, aesthetic I purposes. And they don't give a shit. That's why all of us have IBS. Have you noticed how many fucking people have IBS all of a sudden? Like, what? I think glitter is in our food. I think it's more than just glitter in our food that's giving people <laughs> IBS. Guys, I feel like we need a y'all herd, but I feel like I don't want to not be able to eat anything, so I'd rather just be ignorant. Why does everyone have IBS all of a sudden? If you know the answer, call us at 570 pod Can you go back, if you still have it up, your notes? Mm-hmm. And can you tell me one more time what this woman said on the phone? Okay. She said. And I would prefer if you did a voice. Okay. So, all right. This is between Miss Dyer and the journalist. So Miss Dyer will sound like, "Hello, I'm Miss Dyer," and the journalist will sound like, "Hey, I'm a journalist." So let's go. Okay. When the journalist asked Miss Dyer if she knew who the company's biggest buyer was, Miss Dyer replied, "Oh God, yes." <laughs> she then said, "You would never guess it. Let's just leave it at that." The reporter then asked if. She could know why it was a secret. Uh, Miss Dyer then said, because they don't want anyone to know that it's glitter. If I looked at it, would I know it was glitter? No, not really. Would I be able to see the glitter? Oh, you'd be able to see something. But it's, yeah, I can't. First of all, it's, you'd be able to see something. Well, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so here's my initial thoughts. Like, half an hour ago, when you introduced this idea, immediately went to sex toys and scratch-offs. Ooh, 
I mean, why wouldn't they want you to know about scratch-off sex toys? I like it. Yeah. There are a variety of sex toys, and some of them could have glitter in them. Um, or maybe, like, also, like, sex products. Like, what is a sex product? You know, like, glitter lube or something. <laughs> oh. Um, Ooh, does that exist? Let me see. I'm I'm thinking like uh, oh glitter lube exists guys my but but again they they um they're telling you the glitter's in it right so that takes that off the table oh my god I'm sorry I do need to cut you off good my glitter three pack my glitter is the perfect way to add that sparkle to playtime. You insert the capsule into your vaginas up to two hours before the fun time begins. Oh, boy. And then the capsule will dissolve, releasing a sparkly mixture of glitter and lube, adding a magical element to your sex life. Holy shit. That is crazy. (laughs) Sorry. It doesn't sound safe. (laughs) No, there is a FAQ underneath. But are the glitter capsules even safe? Uh, these capsules are made from Australi- Australian <laughs> Australian standard food-grade products, but they do not recommend you swallow them, uh, insert them into non-self-cleaning body cavities, or use them past your expiration date. I will say I do have edible glitter, but you know what, Pete? Maybe it is right in plain sight. Maybe non-edible glitter is being marketed as edible glitter. Okay. That. I'll give you that. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Go. Continue. No, no, no. That's uh, that's in, that's an interesting one. But again, I I guess that's why they wouldn't want you to. Yeah. Yeah. Do we know that this woman is real? <laughs> I mean, it all depends on whether or not you believe. In the journalistic practices of the New York Times, which some do and some do not. Because <laughs> it does make me think she's a manager. Like, okay, but like, what kind of manager? Like, is she the custodial manager? <laughs> I mean, she's a representative, so she's probably like a PR rep. Like, she's probably like a communication specialist, like I used to be. Um. Okay, so listen, I got, I'm also thinking like strippers, but... Are there that many strippers? <laughs> Wait, but why wouldn't strippers? No, there's no way strippers. Are, and I'm sorry, you think the strippers themselves are made of glitter? Clubs are going directly to the manufacturer. Yeah, and they are made of glitter. Wait, I'm sorry, strippers are made of glitter. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> That's why they're sparkly. Wait, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> strippers are made of glitter, but are they? But are they? Uh, like, right, are they humans? <laughs> I, how do you define human? Do they have a soul? Yes. <laughs> strippers are made of glitter, but they are created. They are, they are getting glitter from the manufacturer to make yourself. So they are in, in a way birthing themselves through glitter. And then my last idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or my second to last idea is bottled water. Because, you know, when you pick up a bottle of water, it is kind of shiny, isn't it? Wait, the bottle or the water? The water inside. What? It's not glittery. Yeah, but it's shiny. 
I think glitter glitters. It doesn't doesn't it does more than shine, don't you think? No. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> Wait, maybe it's in in like sodas. I don't know, guys. Okay, Tell then us- my last one is. Yeah. I don't have a specific answer, but maybe we can collaborate on this one, Marissa. Okay, okay. Something that is really, really manly. Ooh. Because uh, I could ooh. see, like, an this. advertiser thinking, oh, men wouldn't want to know that glitter's in this because yeah. they'll see it as effeminate or something like that. Ooh, ooh, I love this. I love this. Because I'm thinking of my uncle's giant truck, and yeah, that's shiny, and certainly they use glitter in the paint. Yeah. But you mentioned that already. Maybe. Ooh, ooh, maybe. You know what's shiny? Free weights that men lift in the gym. Mm-hmm. They look very shiny. What else do men use that are that is shiny? Um, I don't. Oh, I don't know. What else, Pete? I know. I'd have to meet some men and talk to them. Maybe uh, for going back to the sex industry, cock rings. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, I don't think there's a huge cock ring industry, though. There is an industry, but I don't think it could be their main supplier. Yeah, that's um, what they want you to think. I, <laughs> I don't know. Guys, if you have a theory... As to where this glitter is going that we're not allowed to know and that they don't want you to know, call us at 570-POD-1-1, please. The GlitterX website lists the following applications. Glues, arts and crafts, greeting cards and gift wraps, cosmetics, fashion, fiberglass, and gel coats. Mm. Floral decorations, inks and paints, ornaments, plastics, and toys. So if you ask me, it can't be any of those, right? Yeah, so I'm, I'm a little, hmm. So, hmm, precision cut glitter. So it is in cosmetics, but I bet the cosmetic companies that use it don't want you to know. I will mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We've tested Ooh. this glitter on animals. Also, their website sucks, too. I mean. Like, it's not hard to have a mobile responsive website these days. These days. And if you Ooh. need one, guys, hit me up. <laughs> yeah, their banner gets cut off. Ooh, they have so many types of glitter, polyflake, disco, mm-hmm. uh, cosmeta disco, alu flake. That's fun. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Pete, that's all I got. I apologize, not as spooky as I wanted, but... I think conspiracy theory is always fun because it lets your mind go to dark places that might not be the case. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of anything that would involve glitter. Mm, maybe. Oh, well, one, this one type of glitter, there's different types, but I'm just, one of them is open on my on my phone and it can withstand temperatures up to 550 degrees. Do you think human traffickers are doing what you were talking about with the glitter poop? Ooh, yeah, probably. But then, like, also, like, that lady shouldn't know that. If that's, <laughs> like, if that's the case, she shouldn't be, like, all coy about it. She should be like, <laughs> we got some human traffickers and then we need to do something about this. Well, I will say there is another theory that was there that it was tied to the mafia, but I, that sounded too stupid for me to even say out loud. <laughs> 
I was like, this is from friggin' there's that's a lot so of, vague. There's a lot of Lauren Dyers out there, too. What do you mean? Like, show me a picture of this lady. Oh, yeah, I don't have a picture of her. I don't know. She probably doesn't want to be known either. She doesn't want to be doxxed for her terrifying... For, not her terrifying, for the conspiracy theory that she started with her words. She probably did that on purpose. She probably wants everyone to be talking about glitter. I bet none of this is real. Yeah, that's what my thought is. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Because we are still talking about it in 2022. Hi, Okay, hold on a second. Huh. Okay, so Hillsborough, New Jersey is a 40-minute drive away from Cranberry, New Jersey, which is where the glitter company is. Okay. Hillsborough woman crashes car with DWI and having open alcohol inside. Okay. Lauren Dyer, 40, and this <gasps> article was written in 2017, <gasps> was arrested following the crash. Her blood content is pending laboratory analysis. Interesting. So what do you think is the lady's motive for doing that? Well, she probably was, like, under a lot of stress. Yeah, maybe. You trying know to what? keep these secrets. But don't you think that if she if she did that, that, um, what's her face, that, uh, that the glitter company would, like, retract the statement? Maybe this was staged. They tried to kill her. <laughs> maybe. But don't you think that would have then happened after? Yeah. Instead of before? I don't know. Well, but maybe they traveled back in time. It's very very interesting theory, Pete. Well, Marissa, uh... <laughs> Plugs. Got anything that you're interested in sharing with the audience this week? Sorry, guys. I know I've been plugging myself a lot, but I have to because I just host... I just, uh... I just got some new items up on my shop. 31, the number 31, pumpkinlane.com. I now have spray bottles, uh, like pump bottles that you could put like soap or hand sanitizer in. I have like little trinket boxes. Um, I have mini pumpkin jars, medium pumpkin jars. I still have a big pumpkin jar. Um, yeah, this is, this is the last, uh, round of pumpkins I'm going to make for a little bit because I'm going to try. Pete, people keep thinking I'm going to stop making pumpkins. I'm not, but am I going to try and somehow merge pumpkins with the season? The holiday season? Yes, I am. So, this pumpkins, is my last... Pumpkins work with Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm No, I'm going to brainstorm how to somehow make, like, um, something Christmassy with pumpkins. Um, anyway, so... Yeah, you're right. They do work with Thanksgiving. I should think about that. <laughs> you should make a pumpkin pie. Like, a pumpkin pie out of clay? You should make a pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, if you like um, just spooky products, uh, go to 31pumpkinlane.com. And so that's my plug. Plugging someone else. I'm going to plug my brother because he's a great artist. And honestly, I have almost never plugged him because I did not know the URL for his work. <laughs> um it's not the easiest to remember, but if you're familiar with Redbubble, it shouldn't be that that bad. So he has a Redbubble art account. It's C as in Carlos, P as in Peter, CP Images, and then the number 77. CPImages77.redbubble.com. 
he makes a lot of really great art. He makes, if you're still looking for Halloween stuff, he made the art for my website, and he, he made this really awesome zombie print that I just bought. Uh, he makes art for every season, but you can get his stuff on on uh, greeting cards, postcards, um, different types of merch. I have magnets from him. I have an apron from him. It's a lot of fun stuff. So, yeah, just uh, if you know my brother, show him some love. How about you, Pete? I'm going to plug myself as well. Ooh. The La Brea Purvea continues. Um, but in case you missed the announcement on the Patreon, I am no longer posting the episodes on the Patreon. I'm just putting them on their own feed. So uh, make sure you subscribe there if you are a Patreon listener and you are like, I just need that shit back in my life. Yeah, i got to jump back on that because that is a fantastic podcast. It's... And I, I, I fell off a little bit. I'm going to get back on. And then the other thing I want to plug is The Watcher. My God. Oh, that was fantastic. I've binged an entire seven-episode show in one day. I'm not proud of that because that means I spent almost seven hours watching TV straight. Yeah. Um, what are some adjectives that you would use to describe the show, Marissa? Mysterious, creepy, haunting. Kind of wacky. Oh, very wacky. Um, zany. I was, I was, the sound was coming out to say zany. <laughs> um, I'm going to say unpredictable, but yeah, also definitely. like, you know, not in like something comes out of nowhere and gets you, but just like different aspects of the show come out of nowhere and get you. <laughs> And it was also, just, it was a delight to watch, except for the last episode, which was a major bummer. Maddening. Maddening. By trying to, to, to make it something more than it was, which was just a campy, fun, mysterious show that had no resolution. <laughs> and, yeah, the fact um, that he didn't have a resolution, I can't, I fucking can't get over it. I'm going to cut this part out, but I thought they should have just ended it when the woman, when the, the, the PI confessed. Because we knew she was lying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, then, I think I agree. And then they all could have just had a nice, peaceful life. And it was like, we know that the Watcher is still out there, but these people can move on with their life. Anyway. Yeah, I agree. So, if you saw the Watcher, if you want to tell us what your spirit monster is, um, if you want to speculate as to what glitter is being used for, Yes, please. Give us a call. Marissa, what's that number again? 570-POD-WOD-1. That's 570-763-9231. You can also email us at shout at yallheard.me. Pete, are we still accepting Halloween stories? Yes, but like you have like two days to get them in. Have we gotten any yet? None. (laughs) Fuck you, everyone. (laughs) Get us your Halloween stories ASAP. Last year, if I am not mistaken, we were getting them up until the day before Halloween. Oh, God. And so we had to do a second follow-up to merge into the show. (laughs) Ooh, if you're a friend of mine and you're hearing this, don't think I'm not going to come for you. Yeah, it would be... um, Due to some scheduling conflicts, it would be wonderful if you could get it to us by the 24th okay i'll see what i can do with these with these people thanks for listening guys we also cannot 
tell whether you're telling the truth over the phone. So you can make shit up too if you want. Yeah, I don't fucking care. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, thanks for listening. Please stay safe out there. I see COVID numbers going back up. Um, seriously, I know it's so fucking annoying. I'm so lame for bringing that up, but just yeah, it's we don't want our listeners to get sick unless they're going to get a McBoo bucket. <laughs> yeah, then you then it's fine. <laughs> Um, anyway, everybody, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful week. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Hi.